what's up everybody how you guys doing tonight it is wednesday i am on consistency is the key tonight they're carrying on to part two no i got some messages saying we they was looking forward to part two coming so here we are looking at part two so don't go anywhere before we get into the show make sure you're um if you're watching this on facebook start a watch party or share this video this episode if you're on youtube make sure you hit that thumbs up if you hit that thumbs down you better tell me why but then the i mean we only at what we've been on here six minutes <laughs> so you better be telling me why we why i have a thumbs down um twitter retweet this and let's get ready to jump into the show Welcome back to the See Through It podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sales. How are you guys doing? It's been a good week so far. Up and down, but I can't complain. I'm healthy. I'm alive. You know, roof over my head, food in the refrigerator, ate dinner, breakfast, and lunch. Been able to move around. Might not have been able to move around to the ability that I want to move around, but you know, I'm moving around. So, you know. The struggle is that, you know, we still we we still struggle. But we have to, you know, be thankful of the days that we have, you know, life, health, the breath of our in our lungs. So it's been a good week so far. And today, as you see the topic there, I said what I said, part two, uh, last episode, part one. Not last episode, but episode 20, I could have went into a whole hour and a half, almost two hour conversation about the things that I was feeling in that time frame. Um, you know, um, so much. And like I said, having a conversation from my daughter and my son and they're voicing their concerns to me. And then so I felt it only right to address those concerns and put it to the people and let the people, you know, hear that our young people are scared. They're confused. They want some insight on what they should be doing to protect or, you know, make sure their friends are staying alive. You know, uh, they're not too concerned. Well, my daughter, my son, I have, I didn't hear them say anything about police officers or anything like that. They're just concerned about the young people in their communities. So I felt compelled to speak on that. And you know, if you speak on something that the masses don't agree with, there will be some fire. There will be some comments. There will be some turning of the faces like, who are you? <laughs> or you on the other side now? You know, you, you're, you, you will get those remarks. But like I've, I've always said, I stand on truth. I stand for what's right. Doesn't matter what the masses and what people are saying. I stand on two two feet as a grown man on what I believe. And when I hear my younger younger ones looking for help, some guidance, some counseling, as a parent, that's what I'm supposed to do. So with that being said, there was a comment that I had that was saying that um, I'm full of it. And at first I started to respond. I think actually, I think I responded twice. And then I, I, I think I let five minutes go by and then I deleted my response. Because I also heard my mom say, not everything needs a response. Not everything needs a comment. And uh, after looking at the comment, I figured they probably didn't even watch the episode. I figured... They heard the snippet because that's what got the remark uh, that got the comment. Um, the snippet probably, you know, triggered something and they reacted. Didn't hear the whole episode. Could they have definitely heard the whole episode and still responded that way? Yeah, you know, but I know they heard the snippet and that's what they reacted to. Meanwhile, 
I, I didn't respond. There was a lot of comments. There was a lot of comments. I, I, I would say I got about 20 comments. 20 comments and uh, I didn't say anything. I just read them and I, I let them be. You don't have to respond. I already said what I said. And here's part two. So today in South Bend, not today in South Bend, but today is Wednesday and we're doing part two. Sunday, there was a shooting in South Bend. There was a shooting in South Bend at the mall. And a young man died. He was killed. The people surrounding him took pictures of his body and posted it on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Whatever social media platform they used, they posted the pictures. It flooded the news feed. You know, it, it went all over the place. Hours later, no, I say a day later, actually. A day later, people were complaining about being in South Bend, being in Mishawaka, being in this location, and was like, I'm tired of this. I'm, I got to get out of here. The responses is what blew me away. The responses is what made my mouth go like, really? The responses were, and I'm, I'm going to just say it, you know. I, I I usually keep this show clean and I don't it's not too dirty. I keep the show clean, but I'm a, this is what the people said. Niggas die every day, B. Get get your panties out of a bunch. That's that's the reaction. So so many killings and shootings have happened that we have normalized young people dying. We, we normalized it. That's the response from other young people's mouths. So it made me think, like, if that's, if that's how we feel or if that's how you feel about that, what's the riots for? What are the riots for? If people die every day, What 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 are the riots for? What are the marches for? What what are we doing? It clicked again. Oh, it only matters because it was a white man killing a black man. That's that's the only time it matters. Doesn't matter that another young man took another young man's life in front of his friends or his uh, in front of his kids or whatever. It, it don't even matter. It doesn't matter. It's all right. It's all right because people die every day, B. All right? That's the, it doesn't matter. The mindset needs to go through some type of brainwashing. It needs to be flipped. It, it, it needs to be flipped. The mindset needs to be changed. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I am like I am baffled by the whole thought of that. Today I, I after I, I saw that and I uh was just pondering and then I, I gotta do my second episode because you know I'm getting these comments of you know people being angry at me like I shouldn't have I shouldn't have spoke on that. I, I should have told my daughter to mind her own business or something like what am I supposed to say? You mad at me? You didn't you didn't like what I said. Sometimes the truth hurts. I, I get that. The truth hurts. It's real. It hurts. Part two. I want you guys to look up a video uh, with Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman. Um and I think it, and it has Lil Wayne and some and some other people appeared in it. It's basically a chopped video with a bunch of people in there talking about uh, systemic racism and all this other stuff. And it made some you know some valid points in that video. Made some valid points in that video. And I and I I, I want you guys to look that up. I was I was thinking about playing it on here, but I didn't want my system to be all funny acting and somehow drop the video and. You know, I didn't, I wasn't in the mood for all that. So I implore you guys to go look that up, put it in YouTube, 
type in Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, and Little Wayne and watch that little snippet of that, you know, get your brain juices flowing. I also wrote down, you know, Tupac. You know, people love Tupac. Tupac said that they told him to fear the white man. But it was on his his own people are doing all the killing. This this is what Tupac said. His own people are doing all the killing. Like they they praise Tupac and all these other people, meanwhile not knowing that these people that they're praising that as you know pushing all this this violence or whatever, they're speaking against the own, they're, they're speaking against the community, telling the community that they're wrong for their actions, for their behaviors, and everything. But they don't, it doesn't bother them. But a normal person that lives with them every day around them, that cares about them, if you say anything, if you say anything remotely that might be condemning, not even condemning, just some, you know, some real, some real truth, oh, you, you, they don't, they don't even want to, they don't even want to deal with you. You all types of names now. You, you. <laughs> You you are you're a house Negro. You know, you, you, <laughs> you whatever they feel like calling you at that time. Because the truth hurts. The truth hurts. And I wrote down, I wrote down, I just was jotting a whole bunch of stuff. I wrote down that, you know, if Malcolm X or Martin Luther, Martin Luther King was around, I don't even think they would associate themselves with half of the communities. That's just my honest belief. I mean, we have a lot of people touting Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, but the way that we are right now definitely made a mockery of their of what they struggled to, you know, make happen today. Or what they struggled to get us progressed from what we were. They would be disgusted. I don't see how you can sit there and say they would be proud of where we're at as a people. And that's just not black. I'm just saying black and white. Denzel Washington said that the system is rigged. And he's absolutely right. The system, you know, is set up to get you in there and you in there, you in there forever. But he also said the system didn't get you at seven years old. The system didn't get you at 10. The, the, the system wasn't hunting you down at 7 and at 10 years old. Somewhere there was a disconnect. And he pointed to the example of there was no father. People chasing the, the, the bad lifestyle. Wanting to be in that lifestyle. And then when they get caught up in that situation. Blaming Someone else for their bad decisions. I can't get behind it. See, I, I, the way I was raised, I can't play the victim card. I can't play the victim card. I can't stand out here with my hand out looking for, you know, help me, help me. I, I'm, I'm going to just, you know, sometimes I deal with pride, you know. Uh, especially when I was younger, like pride was a thing that <laughs> I was very proud. I didn't ask, I didn't like asking for help. Uh, and now when I look at today's, you know, generation, you know, look at the people, everyone has their hand out. They don't want to work for anything. Or if they do work, they want to do the bare minimum and they want it all. They want to be the victim. They want to blame everyone else for their downfalls. I can't get behind it. I can't support something like that. Especially if you're saying you're a grown woman, you're a grown man. Stand up on your own two feet and make your own moves. Take responsibility. Hold yourself accountable for your own shortcomings. Don't, don't go pointing the finger at this and that and that. There's so many videos that I've seen in Portland, Washington, Portland, Oregon, where these people were marching down the street. I think it was in a white neighborhood or whatever. 
And he was yelling at this one woman, telling her to get up out of her house because this used to be a black neighborhood and you sitting there, you sitting in there comfortably and that house is ours. Like, what? Where did these people come from? How do we get here? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I, I don't understand it. My daughter is going to be 16 soon. And her head, her head is on her shoulders, right? She is so strong-minded. And it just blows me away because I constantly look at the culture today. I constantly look at society and these young people and, and even get older. I'm looking at her and I'm like, she doesn't ask for anything. And I'm constantly like, little lady, you need something? Let me know. Daddy, I, I'll, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll, you know, spot you. And she's like, no, I don't. No, I'll get it on my own. I was like, okay, 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 okay. What we'll do is we'll go half so that you feel like, you know, you still did the work to get your half, and then I put in the half, and then boom, we good. She's so strong-minded. Her work ethic is crazy. She's so focused on her future and what she want to do. And then I look at other people. Even when I talk to her, I feel like I wish I had her drive when I was going in high school. Because I don't know where I would be now. You know, if I had her drive... When I was in high school, if I had her mindset when I was in high school, where would I have been now? Where, where, where would I be? And I look at them, I'm just like, how? Why are the rest of them not acting like this? Why are they all standing there begging or, you know, taking, robbing, committing crimes to get what they want? So reliant on the government, wanting to be relying on the government. It has to be a mindset. It has to be the influences that they see on TV. It has to be the influences that they hear in the music. It has to be the influences that they are surrounded by. Peer pressure is a real thing. I never had a problem with peer pressure. Never. If I didn't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And now today I look and I'm seeing people, they're not even being pushed to do it. It's just, they, that, that person's doing it, so I'm going to do it. Oh, y'all doing that too? Man, that, I, okay, I'm going to do it too. It ain't even peer, it's just peer. They're just doing what their peers are doing. There's no pressure involved at all. At all. I'm, I'm, Matter lost words. I don't even know what to say. It's sad. It's sad. I can't play the victim card. I, 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 I refuse to raise my kids to be like victims. I refuse to have them looking for someone else to help them make it through life. You see my shirt. It's a warrior. Warriors are not victims. I'm raising them to be raising them to be strong-minded young people, leaders, not following the crowd, not following the crowd. And that's what we have here. We have a lot of people following the crowd, following the masses, because everyone else says it's cool to do it, so we should be doing it. No one's thinking for themselves. Everyone's just doing what everyone else is doing. No one's doing any research. No one's reading. You got all these people, like I said, touting Malcolm X. I'm going to just throw a name out there. LeBron James. Touting Malcolm X. Reading this book. If Malcolm X was around, he wouldn't have no part of LeBron James. And that's facts. If you know Malcolm X... He would have no part of LeBron James. No part. 
these people are setting up people to their demise. I'm not here for it. I refuse to watch my my bloodline to be wasted because of some rich person sitting in their house comfortable telling them to go in the streets and act a clown when their kids are sitting in that big house comfortable. Make it make sense to me. <laughs> make it make sense to me. Like I said, you, you guys heard me say this before. I believe there's racism still lurking around. I grew up in the South. I was raised in Alabama. I seen what racism is. I've seen it. I felt it. I felt the sting of it. But not everything, not everything we encounter, not everything that, you know, that we get turned down from or whatever has to do with racism. Not all of it. Once we stop focusing on racism, then we can become better. Once we start focusing on ourselves, first and foremost, then we can reach newer heights. If we want to focus on the negative stuff, we'll always be surrounded by negative stuff. Last week I talked about, I talked about being mindful of, you know, where I was struggling at. I could have sat there in that spot for a long time. I could have sat there and just dwell in that and let that pull me down, pull me down. I'm a matter of fact, this could be used as a real life defining mode. I'm going to just give you a little, a little, you know, I'm taking the key, opening up that door again, inviting you into my mind. Uh, was it? It was last week. You know, like I said, it was a struggling week. That Thursday or that Friday, I'm in the shower, and I'm feeling real low. I'm feeling real low. Um, just questioning a whole bunch of stuff. Feeling super low. And while I'm in the shower, I told you guys the mind is powerful. Powerful. My mind played a a. A little movie or video or whatever you want to call it. Showing me killing myself. And everything being alright. Like I acknowledged that. I saw that. I felt that. And I said not today. Not today. I, 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 I knew that was there, but I couldn't entertain that thought. If we want to surround ourselves in negativity and just focus on that constantly, of course, negative things, we will always be popping up. We will always see it. But if we choose to focus on the things that are positive, it's kind of, it's hard to be brung all the way down it's hard like I said I knew I was struggling that week last week I knew it I, I was again mindful of that I had the thought and the thought came and went there's no more entertaining it we all have our issues We all have our issues. The point is, is to acknowledge that and stop putting it on other people for our actions, for our behaviors. I've been stopped, like I said, many times I've been stopped by police officers. Many times I've been, people have called the cops on me because I've had my weapon on me. One time I got out of the car, my weapon was on my hip. It was a dark road <laughs> in the country. It was a dark road. I could, it was so dark, I couldn't even see the police officer's car. But I, he told me to get out, and he was showing me my tail light. I had my gun on my hip, and I forgot about it. Totally slipped my mind. And he said, whoa, don't move. Let me get that off your hip. 
That could have went a whole nother way. It could have went sideways real fast. I could have been like, no. Our interactions depend on how we react. Are there bad, bad cops? Yeah, maybe. Who I don't know. I, I haven't did any. I, I haven't done a survey. Have we seen some questionable actions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've seen some questionable actions from police officers. Absolutely. Have we seen people react a way that they probably should not have reacted? That if they probably would have just, you know, did the right thing, all that could have been avoided. Now, again, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I am saying. That does not justify anyone being killed. I am saying that if we check ourselves first, we can avoid the outcome. But we don't want to pay attention to that. We, we want to focus on the outcome and not focus on the process that got us to that outcome. <laughs> we don't want to pay attention to the process that got us to that outcome. We want to just focus on the outcome. It's easy to point the fingers when the situation is done. How about at the start? I have a family. I have kids. I have to, you know, I have to prepare them. I have to prepare them for this world. I have to prepare them. It's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. So when I get comments about I'm a sellout or whatever, so be it. So be it. If that's the if that's what it is, then so be it. As long as my kids grow old enough that they can bury me. I, I don't want to bury mine. I don't I don't want to bail them out of jail. I don't I don't want that to be a part of my, you know, a part of my memories that I had to go to the jailhouse and bail them out. And raise them the right way. It's my job. Denzel Washington said, you will never see a hearse following or you will never see a hearse being followed by a U-Haul. We got to get our priorities in check. We got to get our priorities in check. Stop focusing on my dad. My dad. He used to be, I, I, so I was working at McDonald's. My dad used to be like, why are you buying all these clothes? Why are you buying all these clothes? And I, I mean, I used to, I was, I was good at saving my money, but every now and then I would go get some clothes. You know, all the kids had on all the, you know, the name brand clothes. You know, all the hip-hop clothes and all that. I was like, you know, I'm working out. <laughs> I'm going to go get me some clothes. My dad was like, uh, you kids, so focused on what you look like, but ain't got a car to go nowhere. Meanwhile, your counterparts got cars on, you know, they wearing whatever they got, but they have their own cars. And that didn't really, you know, I heard that, that when, it, you know, when you're younger, like, that goes in one ear and out the other. And it went in one ear and out the other. And as I got older, <laughs> I'm standing at the bus stop, but I'm looking clean. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm looking nice. I have on my Tims. I, I got on my, my shirt and my jeans nice and crisp. And it's cold outside, though. I'm in Indiana at this time. The snow is up to my hip or my knees. I'm, I'm, I'm mushing through the snow. And I'm like, man, I wish I had a car. And I'm seeing all the kids that I went to school with drive by me while I'm standing in, what, two degrees? It's snowing. Snow up to the knees, hip. It's blowing. I'm freezing. 
but I look good. It's a mindset. We got to change the mindset. I don't, I don't, we got to change the way we view life, the way we view things, the way we view each other. I don't know how many times that I go to a store, if I'm walking somewhere, like I said, I, t- I told you guys in season two, my thing was to make sure if I walk past anyone, I say, good morning, how you doing? I acknowledge another human being in my presence. That's my thing. Acknowledge. Don't just walk by me. Acknowledge me. I may acknowledge you. You matter. And I don't know how many times I'll say good morning or say hi. Look at me like I just said something in Japanese. Like we not even humans no more. We got to change the way we think the way we view things, the way we view each other, common decency, respect, so much that we have to personally work on. We shouldn't even be worried about what's going on in the outside world. COVID-19 coming or being here was the prime time for you to be working on yourself. But what we got was a bunch of nonsense and nonsense and Nonsense. I don't know. I don't know. I'm drained. <laughs> I'm drained. Let me check what the what the uh, comments is going. I hear the I hear the pops. I hear the pops. Let's see. Uh, man, what what should I even? <laughs> Jay, Jay Finney says he spent all his money, his high school money on Jordans and authentic jerseys. <laughs> and that's, again, I'm not condemning or condoning. All I'm, I, I was giving you an example of what I did. My dad was talking to me. He was saying my priorities were jacked up because I didn't have no car. You know, I'm, I'm 17, 16 or whatever. I'm walking. I should have been saving my money. I got all these clothes. I can't get any of them. I, I, don't, I don't recall if I kept any of them clothes while I was 20. Like we so wrapped up on material things that we're not focused on what we should be focused on. So I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not stepping on any, not trying to step on anyone's toes about what they spent their money on. I was talking about me and how we should be, you know, focusing on things that matter. Especially, you know, I'm trying to, my, like I said, my daughter, she got, her, she got her head on right. Uh, Chief Robinson, you know, I ain't going to call you by your first name, Chief, but Chief Robinson says she absolutely loved the podcast. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, Dino said, <laughs> Dino said, uh, don't be dissing LeBron. I'm just saying, LeBron was re- reading the book of, uh, you know, from Malcolm X. And I, I think a lot of people, the generation of people, the young people don't really know who Malcolm X was. They really don't know who Malcolm X was. They, they, they see snippets, they see clips, but they don't realize that Malcolm X was, there was two Malcolm X's. He went through a transition when his eyes became open and saw what the people that he was representing were actually doing. He grew up, his mind, his eyes open, and he saw. So that's why I say that if he was here today, he would not be assimilating himself with a lot of these people that say they for the community. He would call them out. And that is just honesty. What else? How you doing, Nick Saban Jr.? Nick Saban Jr. says that sound like his father. He used to tell him the same thing. <laughs> yes, I was standing outside in the cold. I'm telling you guys, it is, I mean, it's cool to be looking cool until you standing in some cool snow, some cold snow up to your knees. 
and all your friends riding around in trucks or Subarus or whatever, and, and you freezing, standing by the bus sign, and just like this, shaking. You know, I, I'm, that was me shivering. And I weighed, what, 115 in high school? <laughs> I weighed 115. There was no meat on me to protect me from the cold, harsh winters of Indiana. <laughs> but I... <laughs> But I felt like I looked good, though. <laughs> I felt like I looked good. I'm just—I just want—I just want people to understand. I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing blacks or whites or anything like that. I—I—I I, I, I want people to just open their eyes and and you know do some self inventory and do the best that you can do. It, it it tore me up when I saw the comments of, like I said, when I started the show, when the, the young man was killed in the mall and the, the people are just taking pictures before his family even knows, before his family even knows, they're taking pictures and posting it. And then comments are, niggas die every day, B. Oh, well. Like... When I hear comments like that and then I, you know, people trying to tell people to protest, I, I don't, I, what are we doing? Do we care or do we not care? Do we only care because this and this is okay? Let me know what's going on so that when I come across it, I understand it because I can't understand the nonsense that I'm seeing. Papa White says, <laughs> it's a myth that folks don't get cold. <laughs> uh, thank you, Tori. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, this is it. I'm, I'm not doing another topic on this. I'm, I'm wrapping this up. This is, I'm done. It's exhausting. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm dealing with my own struggles and, and I, I can't spend time wrapping my brain around this to try to understand sense that understand things that don't make sense i can't spend energy on things that don't make sense i'm not in a good space right now to try to spend that energy on things that don't make sense so i will not be discussing community stuff like this anymore <laughs> you know if any, I, you know, I'll have the little topics of different things, but I care about the young people. You know, people would say I'm young. I'm, I'm still young. Um, I, I don't want to see, and I, I mean, young people on both sides, white, black, it, it doesn't matter. I care about the young. I don't want to see young kids dying in the streets. I don't want to see parents Burying their kids. I don't want to see people that I went to school with burying their young kids. So that means a mindset has to change in the home. Let me say that again. A mindset has to change in the home. Because apparently your mayors and your governors, your city council, your police chiefs, ain't none of them saying it. I'm going to say it again. The mindset has to change in the home. We can't point the finger at no one else until the mindset has changed in the home. That's that. So, let you think about that. Let that sizzle in your spirit like Country Wayne would say. Let that marinate. Think about that. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our segment. You know, let's jump. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, here we go. Real life defining moments. I gave y'all two. I gave y'all two already. I got another one, though. Real life defining moments sponsored by Limitless Possibilities Podcast. Shake your limited beliefs. And start to see things limitlessly. And truly see the immense possibilities. The limitless 
podcast or the Limitless Possibilities podcast. That is Zach all the way out there in Germany. He is the sponsor of today's segment, Real Life Defining Moments. Guys, real life defining moments. And I'm talking about being surrounded in this 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 mental funk and you know the that evil mentality here it is sitting there watching was it grocery games watching grocery games we're eating dinner watching grocery games and guy guy is talking to a, a one of the black cooks black chef and he said what's up homie I, yeah he said what's up homie <laughs> he said what's up homie and when he said that Something in me got mad. And so this is when the George Floyd and all the other nonsense was going on. And I'm, I, I'll tell you why. I got mad. I'm like, homie? He ain't saying that to any other, to the, any other other chefs. Homie? I got mad instantly. And I'm like, babe, what is going on here? Homie? So then as the show went on, Maybe like three minutes later, because he was talking to him about his dish. He went to the next table. Regular white chef, you know. And I'm only using white and black because I'm trying to make a point. I don't normally do the white black description because my mom, if she was here, she'd be like, she would be like, what they got to do with it? <laughs> but white chef, and he said the same thing. What's up, homie? And I was like, oh. I felt this big. I will. I allow what the media and all the other nonsense to sit in, like this, to be absorbed in me, and I projected that out because what I saw on TV. Immediately, I heard something that didn't sit real, sit well with me, and I was like, "Oh, he been." Why? Because he black, he got to be his homie. That's how black people talk. Like, that's how foolish that was. I talked to my mom the following day, and she said, look, look, how, look how foolish that was. Look how the devil played you. <laughs> look at it. We can't allow negative stuff to get into us because then we internalize that and then we react as soon as we see something that triggers that up on out of us. This is this is real, folks. This is real. All that stuff that's going on outside your house that you're seeing on the news and hearing on the radio and all that nonsense that's not doing anything for you. And what I mean by doing anything for you, it's not feeding you physically. It's not doing anything positive for you. It's not paying no bills. Leave that stuff outside your house. Do not let that stuff come into your house. Sit on the couch beside you and change you. Don't go to bed with that stuff because it will affect you. And I like to think as myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I would say that I'm mentally strong. But to see that little thing and that that happened to me, I'm sure it is affecting other people the same way. So again, real life defining moment. Be conscious of the stuff that you're watching, absorbing, hearing all day, every day. Because it will affect your, your outlook on other people. Let that marinate. <laughs> This is the Real Life Defining Moment sponsored by Limitless, po Limitless Possibilities Podcast. I don't know why I want to keep saying podcast. So thank you, Zach, for sponsoring this segment. Greatly appreciate that. Guys, this has been fun. This has been fun. I, I like doing this. It gets rough sometimes. It gets it get rough sometimes. Let me see what the comments are saying. Hey, Miss Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tiffany Banks says that's just how guy talks. Yeah, I again, I, I understand that. <laughs> I was caught up in my emotions, being emotional, irrational. I was, you know, I was 
I was bothered by nonsense and it affected my outlook on the show. That's, that's what happened. That's, that's all that happened. So um, thank you for thank you guys for watching this. We're going to jump into our contest before we jump into the credits and all of that. I want to announce the winner for September. Y'all ready? Let's let's get a little drum roll. Don't I have a drum roll sound up in here somewhere? I think we got somewhere. We we got a drum roll somewhere in here. I I no we don't. We we don't have a drum roll. But I'm gonna just go ahead and announce it. The winner for September, you know, we we gonna call it the sharing, retweeting, showing your love, easy support because it's free to do it. <laughs> it's free to do it. Tory Slaughter, you are the winner of the September giveaway. The giveaway is a Seathor Podcast t-shirt, uh, $25 gift card, and, and a coffee mug. So thank you for doing all of that. Is is I'm beyond grateful for all the shares that you have done for my episodes and uh, on, on Instagram and, you know, showing up on YouTube and all that. Greatly appreciate that. So you definitely have deserved, you have earned that, that giveaway. So I'll do another giveaway probably towards closer towards the end of the year. Uh, but we got to get some, some inventory straightened out. But Miss Tori, I will talk to you on the other end and we'll, uh, you know, get your coffee mug set up, get the t-shirt set up get all that you know package and sent your way so thank you again for sharing because it's it's simple folks it's it's free it's 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 free <laughs> it's free so <laughs> absolutely so let's go ahead and jump into the comp the um you know the credits and contacts and all that if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Please turn on your notifications. Please hit that like up, uh, that like, the thumbs up button. Man, struggling. If you give it a thumbs down, let me know why. You know, tell me why. Tell me why. See through it. Uh, PayPal.me. See, PayPal.me backslash. See through it. You can donate to the show. Also, have a, my PayPal set up for my Warriors collection. PayPal.me uh, slash. See, I mean, not see, but slash Warriors Collection. Goodness gracious. Uh, follow me on Twitter at see through it one. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash S T I P, all capitalized, lowercase O D C A S T. Give that page a thumbs up, a like, a follow. Join a conversation there. Uh, post kind of regularly. If you're on Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Brian Sales. Uh, you can also follow my Warriors Collection underscore warriors underscore collection underscore that is at warriors underscore collection underscore that is the warriors collection brand if you want to follow that brand on ig there it is email me your defining moments you know you don't have to go into long detail about um you know situations you ain't, you ain't even got to put your names in there or whatever just email me your defining moments and i, I will you know, if you want to share it with the people, the whole point of the defining moments is to, you know, help someone else that might come across that situation and they can reflect like, oh, OK, that's what I need to do. You know, Denzel said, once you succeed, you should be grabbing someone else to help them succeed. Come on now. Let's help each other. <laughs> I'm on audio, anchor.fm, Breaker, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Um, kind of slacking on this updating this um what's it called? Overcast, but I am on Overcast. Like I said, I will get it done though. I will. Again, a special thanks to Miss Kasi and Mr. White for their contributions to the show. Greatly appreciate it. You guys, your contributions have helped a lot. Um it's helped a lot. I don't even know what else to say. It's helped a lot. Excuse me. I got my Patreon thing coming up. I'm wrapping up the details. Closing out the fine details. So that page should be coming live. 
maybe in a month or so. I want to make sure everything is crisp and neat and clear in what I'm asking you guys to do. So stay tuned for that Patreon page. And we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get it rocking after that thing uh opens up. So again, folks, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Y'all are amazing. I uh I'm blown away by, you know, the fact that people are still watching and you know, the best is is yet to come. Um uh today I had someone shared one of my videos or one of my episodes and he said that uh that he he liked the setup he liked what i was saying but he can tell there was more passion uh waiting to you know be unleashed so and i i agree i'm still getting warmed up to this win season three it's still early i'm still learning i'm still uh finding my path and my voice and building confidence and I'm blown away by how confident people are in me when I'm still trying to find or believe in my own confidence or, you know, establish more confidence in myself. So uh, you guys are amazing. I appreciate all the the small tokens of love, uh, comments, all that. So uh, thank you. Forever humble. Forever appreciative. Uh, so we gonna we gonna we gonna get there <laughs> we gonna get there and i say we because we are building something here and we're hopefully hoping to change people's views and help people um see things clear you know see things in a in a in a in a, in a different light so with that being said thank you for tuning in this is oh whoa 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 slow it down don't be blinded by the media. Hashtag see through it. This is the see through it podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sales. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Good night.